Last week, the first Sunday of Lent, we heard of the three temptations that Jesus was subject to in the desert, in the wilderness. And I told you that over the next few weeks, you will see how did he respond to these temptations? And so then, how can we as well? Because we're all, we all face temptations, whether we admit it or not, the temptation to do what we ought not to, or more frequently, the temptation to not do what we ought to do. And very simply, even last week, we saw that Jesus, in the face of temptation, simply quoted scripture. He just read from the Bible, and that gave him the strength to overcome the temptation that he was subjected to. So too do we then just need to maybe memorize scripture, even one verse, and use that every time we're feeling a little bit lazy or feeling like we're tempted to do something we ought not to do. And scripture, reading scripture, simply the other word for that is just called prayer. And so, yes, we all pray. And I'm sure that during Lent, we've been able to pray a little bit uh, more intensely. In the gospel today, then, we see the result of what real intense prayer is. So the disciples with Jesus climb up this high mountain and see Jesus transfigured in all his resurrected glory before them. So prayer, then, is not just like walking down the street, or it's not like going sledding at Pasqua Hill and having to walk back up, but walking up this huge mountain. So prayer, then, takes effort. It's not something that we can just say, oh, God, you know, thanks for today, and then just go about our day. That's a very good prayer, but intense prayer is something a little different, isn't it? And it's in these situations that God reveals himself to us. So the question then is, does God reveal himself to us, to you? Have you seen him transfigured in all his glory? Maybe not, hey? Well, how can we do that? First, we have to ask. Sometimes we just forget to ask because maybe we've asked something of God before and he didn't give us the, what we wanted <laughs> or didn't listen to us, we thought. And so maybe we've got lazy in asking God and in our faith in trusting that he will give us uh, what we ask. And then we need to listen. So when the disciples hit the top of the mountain, they heard the voice of God booming from the heavens saying, listen to him. And again, we go back to how do we listen? It takes effort. We have to first climb that mountain. I think one of the greatest barriers to listening, uh, there's two barriers to listening. The first is it says when the disciples got up the top of the mountain, it said they began to fall asleep. They got tired. And how often do we fall asleep when we're trying to pray? Like, I've lost so many rosaries behind my bed because I start the rosary and then my guardian angel finishes it. 
Well, my guardian angel by this point is getting so tired of finishing my rosaries for me that I think, uh, I think he stopped. He's like, pray yourself, you know, quit asking me to do the hard work. Maybe we need to change the time of day in which we pray. The next is just simply distractions as well. How many times have we started to pray or tried to pray and we said, Hail Mary, full of grace, I need to get milk today yet. When we're distract, if we're tempted to be distracted in our prayer, maybe we need to try something different. So just a couple of ideas. Pray in front of an icon a painting of Jesus or of the disciples or, or a painting of holy images. Pray in something that we can look at and pray with our eyes open so we don't maybe fall asleep. Like when I pray at night, I always close my eyes and, exp- and, and I lay in my bed and then I expect to be able to stay awake. And it's not a, a very good way to do that. The, the, next, the next thing we could try is really difficult, but I'll offer it anyway. If we get distracted in prayer, as soon as that thought enters our brain, stop, pause, take out a piece of paper and a pen and write down your distracted thought. And if our distracted thought is just like the grocery list or it's our to-do list of what we have to do yet today, just write down, okay, I have to buy a jug of milk. Then go back to our prayer. It will take really long to pray if we do it that way, but trust me, the rewards are seeing Jesus transfigured before us in all of his glory. Ask, listen, and receive. So if he still doesn't talk to you, if he still doesn't speak and give you the answers you're looking for, take heart and just go do something. Go do something good. I was reminded a few weeks ago that St. Joseph was like this. So I know today is St. Patrick's Day, but on Tuesday is is the Feast of St. Joseph. So I wanted to talk about him just quickly. St. Joseph, when he found out that Mary was pregnant uh, and to have a child that was not his, he says in the Bible that he had planned to dismiss her so as not to subject her to public disgrace. So he didn't know right away if this was the right thing to do, and he just set out to do what he thought was right. And it was only then that the angel came to him in a dream and said, wait, whoa, this is the plan of God. This is our salvation. So just listen uh, to Mary and listen to, to what I say to you. So like St. Joseph then, often God can't speak to us unless we actually go out and first do something about what we're praying about. Okay, so the challenge then for this week, for the second week of Lent, is to ask one thing of God. Just one thing, not a million things, but ask it a million times, over and over again. And then really try to listen for God's answer, especially in the reading of Scripture and in our prayers.